is it better or worse than kidnapping children and making them play an infinite piano? And welcome to another Hey, I've Got an Idea show. That there is my brother Mason, the accomplished pianist man, Williams. And that over there is my brother, Luke, the 12-inch pianist man, Williams. Ah. And And Luke, you know how I'm feeling right now? How are you feeling? I'm feeling a little sleepy, so I'm going to head to the moons of Jupiter. You know why? Why are you heading to the moons of Jupiter? Oh, wait, 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 wait. I th- can I guess this one? I uh, think I think you can guess it. I, I, because I owe you an energetic delivery. Is that it? No. Uh, God, you're bad at anagrams. I'm going to take an IO nap. Jesus Christ. Okay, yes, yes, piano can be Ionap. Let's um let's do the the base base introduction first here. Okay. Uh oh, we oh, Okay, okay, yeah. We do uh we do inventions. We're inventors. We yes. And we're going to make something right here right now. We will. Uh, before your very ears, we have a suggestion. Whether you want us to or not. From our last guest from the Fast Food Nightmare, the last episode, uh John suggested that we invent a new piano and here we are he suggested it we have to do it okay so i'm not going to try and bore you too too much with what very little musical theory i know uh first place i'd like to take this is actually to a when we were kids segment oh shit so mason yeah when we were kids yeah did you take piano lessons? I did. I did take some piano lessons. And to this day, I retain the ability to find middle C on a piano keyboard and press it. That's very good. I see you got all the way through. Just It's kind of just the, like the first page on the book, actually. Yeah. that's It's actually just the first paragraph of the first page. I mean, it goes... On to like further identify the rest. Do you think? Do you think if you looked at middle C that you could intuit the rest of the notes? Well, I'm pretty sure that like one of the two next to it would either be B or D, and then it goes onward. Like the white keys would be D, and then E, and then F, and then G. And then there's no H, it's back around to A, and then B, and then the next one that sort of looks the same as the other one is another C. Okay, you're right so far. Now here's uh, here's a big question. Mm-hmm. The note to the left of middle C, what's that? To the left. What's that one? Okay, middle C. To the left, I'm making the the finger thumb with my hand so I know which way left is. Mm-hmm. 
50-50 shot on this. It's either a yep. B or a D. Yep. I'm going to go with B. Correct. Fuck now, yeah. uh, the next key to the right of middle C. This is. I'm sure this is gripping to everybody who plays now, any now, kind of thing. musical here's instrument. Here's the thing. I know you're fucking with me. Mm-hmm. Because the next key to the right, mm-hmm. you go sort of up diagonally and there's a black one. Mm-hmm. And that is C, I want to say sharp, mm-hmm. or possibly C major, or possibly actually D flat. It's either a C sharp or a D flat. It is either of those. You are correct. And it is not C major. That is a chord. Uh, okay, I don't know what a chord is. A chord is comprised of C, E, and G in this case. That would be the C major chord. That's like white key, skip one, white key, skip one, white key. Okay, are chords always three notes? In this case, the C major triad would be those three notes, but you can add more, and it can be four or five. Okay, so two notes is not a chord. Two notes is not a chord. It is, uh, that's more accurately expressed as an interval because it's the distance between those two notes, and you're just analyzing that gap. You're not analyzing okay, it as a, as a triad. but a chord can be three plus. Three plus, and I believe if you start talking about it being more than five, you're not really talking about a chord anymore. Yeah, because like if I mash down every single key on the keyboard, like all 88 notes simultaneously, mm-hmm. that is not a C ultra major. That is just... <laughs> A, a noise. We're, well, we're not inventing some new alternative theory where that is C ultra major, hyper deluxe, uh, golden lucky special. Uh, that is that's just that's just you breaking my piano. <laughs> so don't please. Well, I mean, not necessarily. If I invent something that's like on the other side of the keyboard is also a mechanical contraption and it's just hammers that come down to press the keys, then I could create something that could play any or all of the keys or alternately just get old tiny player pianos, you know, with the, the roll of paper, get one of those, but just cut the paper so that it's like all holes and then it's going to play all the keys. All right. You said a bunch of things there and I could deconstruct a bunch of them. One, I do kind of miss the the paper uh, with the cutouts. It's very analog and very cool. That's programming. These days... That's old school punch cards, baby. Yeah, that, that is what that is. But these days, uh, there's less of a reason to craft such a physical medium when, like, digital makes that so much cheaper but and easier. It's, it's artisanal. That is That is fair. And Why I'm sure hipsters making player pianos. I want to get a custom player piano from some dude with a wax mustache. You know what? I could see that. I could see that working. I could see that business model where, you know, somebody like custom prints you like it wouldn't be like a piece of paper. It would be like a cylinder like you get with a music box. Yeah. yeah. With like the notches. Right. Um, and, and they they have like special like quadrillion dollar pianos that they make out of you know, reclaimed barn wood and shit. Oh my God. And, like, 
genuine like recycled ivory like you can't ivory hunt now because it's poaching and it's illegal right but if you get ivory from like your great great grandmother's tea set that's allowed mm. so they just have like reclaimed billion ivory. fucking year old ivory so it's just even more expensive i mean yeah. forget reclaiming that ivory from oh say a broken piano let's harvest it from tea sets Yes. Uh, which aren't made of porcelain or china or or no no it's an ivory it's an ivory tea set that is made out of a single elephant's tusk that was cut into cylinders and then hollowed out into teacups i see um, it's actually mammoth tusk it's it's very old Ooh, that's yeah been in my old. family since the flintstone era goes yeah. goes back a ways uh let me let me tell you something else you said that had okay. me thinking Okay. Said something about the underside of the piano. Yes. And that has me thinking about something else you could do with the playing style. Now, if you have an organ or you have some like multi synth setup where you've got like a keyboard and then like another smaller keyboard above it, a keyboard rack essentially, uh, they specialize in different things. But nobody really messes with the playing style, right? You're still pretty much just depressing these keys. They go down, you know. I'm looking well, at now, my keyboard unless here. we're talking about Tom Hanks in Big, where he has the, he has the piano the feet. that yeah. he plays with his feet. And yeah. and uh, yeah, but apart from that, I mean, an organ is pretty much your only go-to where you've got like multiple. You can get like multiple instruments playing at the same time, essentially. Mm-hmm. And and there's the foot pedals right there's okay. another keyboard underneath that you play with your feet so when you said the underside it occurs to me that like you could design one that underneath the keys and underneath like where they would depress to you could just put another uh another row of buttons like exactly as many and like Maybe I'm just trying to think of how you would play that. Like, you know, you know, on an accordion. Um, so what if you had like accordion key buttons just underneath the keyboard, just underneath where those piano notes are? You just have those that you can also depress at the same time. So okay, so get a drone going sort of like you do with a bagpipe where there's like an underlying chord. Yeah. And... Like, when you want that droning chord to go, then you press the keys on the underside, and that sets up the chord to just play constantly, and maybe that one, like what comes down on the string, is not just a hammer, but it's like a vibrating thing that just keeps the string going indefinitely until you release the drone. Yeah, I mean, I like the sound of that. That seems pretty cool. Um, I don't know if the best way to do about, the best way to do that would be like a binary toggle like it's just a switch you just switch that on and it just makes that drone or if it's a, like you have to hold it and when you let go it's done cuz then like that would affect how you play everything but like you'd be like slipping a thumb down yeah, from well, your Yeah, I'm thinking hand. like like an actual toggle switch. You know, like you would yeah. get it on an aircraft instrumentation panel where you just flip it and then you flip it back down when you're done with it. Uh but I think Luke, I think we're getting ahead of ourselves mm-hmm. because the thing is is you've already referenced some instruments that are clearly not pianos. You've referenced synths. You've referenced organs. We're not making a pipe organ, Luke. 
We're not making a harpsichord. We're not making uh, an arpsichord or uh, an harmonium or what the fuck ever. We are making specifically a piano. So I need to know what separates a piano from other keyboarded instruments. And for that, I think, Luke, we need to talk to our good friend, Definition Bot. I think you're absolutely right. I am going to wheel him out. Definition Bot. Here we go. Fire him up. He's all buttered and ready. Hello, brothers. Don't worry. I heard everything. I know you're inventing a piano and therefore need a definition for what a piano is. Well, here it is. The piano is an acoustic, stringed musical instrument invented in Italy by Bartolomeo Cristofri around the year 1700. The exact year is uncertain, in which the strings are struck by hammers. It is played using a keyboard, which is a row of keys that the performer presses down or strikes with the fingers and thumbs of both hands to cause the hammers to strike the strings. Oh, okay. I mean, all of that is pretty certain definition, bot, but I guess we need to verify what a piano isn't and compare it to other previous piano-like instruments. So, can you tell us more about the history of the piano? Pipe organs have been used since antiquity, and as such the development of pipe organs enabled instrument builders to learn about creating keyboard mechanisms for sounding pitches. The first string instruments with struck strings were the hammered dulcimers, which were used since the Middle Ages in Europe. During the Middle Ages, there were several attempts at creating stringed keyboard instruments with struck strings. By the 17th century, the mechanisms of keyboard instruments such as the clavichord and the harpsichord were well developed. So, there were other things that came first, but the piano did it best. I see. Uh, okay, yeah, I think that's pretty cut and dry. Thank you so much, Definition Bot. Uh, you, uh, you done good. Alright, let's put him away and back to work. Okay, so, so places where we can innovate. Mm. Uh, strings. Hammers. Keys. Uh, it says you play it with your hands. What if you played it with your dick? I mean, I know that people have played the piano with their dick. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. If, if we're being realistic, it's basically an 11th finger. Yeah. But I want to make it sexy. I want this... That's not sexy? I thought I thought that was very sexy. I want this piano to make the people shudder with fear and er eroticism. Fear and eroticism, yeah, and just, like, get that, that terror boner that we all love to mm. experience. What if... What if it was a piano that instead of hammering strings was wired up to the entire audience and instead potentially hammered your balls so you'd have to pitch the audience yeah everybody's also, we're, we're being very weirdly you know phallocentric here because there's a good half the population that would not be involved in this. Mm. Why oh. Why are we talking about dicks and balls, Luke? You're, you know what? You got a good point. I've got a solution. Smacks on the ass. Everybody got an ass. Well, e I mean, everybody, the vast majority of people have an ass, yeah. Everybody 
got an ass. Well, no, there's some people who don't have ass. If 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 someone does not have an ass, they have a spot where an ass would likely uh would likely have been that you can still smack. Granted. Uh, although you probably shouldn't, because if they don't have an ass there to smack, and you're smacking them, you're probably hitting them in like directly in the base of the spine, and they probably have like some pretty severe medical issues. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm talking about a fun spanky, spanky musical instrument. Bring, yeah, no, I bring don't this know down why I'm a little going bit. off on this tangent because that's not a great tangent either. It's a bummer. No pun uh, intended. Look, are you familiar with the Ten Thousand Fingers of Doctor T? You know, I'm not. Please enlighten me. Sounds like a lot of fingers. Yeah. Uh, well, it was a Dr. Seuss movie, but it was live action. This sounds like something you're making up. Uh, by all means, you know, uh, just pause me and go look it up for your goddamn self. But I assure you it's real. I got a fear boner around looking that up. I... Do not want to see these 10,000 live-action fingers. But please describe... Well, I mean, the thing is, they're not all on the same hand, Luke. Right. Go ahead, please. I believe the key is that this guy kidnaps, like, a thousand kids... What? ...and makes them all play this one infinitely long keyboard. Jesus! I could be wrong. Why? Well, I mean, he needs that many fingers for that many keys. It's a very long keyboard, Luke. Is this... Is this sort of like a... Sick... Person? And I will tell you this, the movie was depraved. not well received. There's a reason you haven't heard of it. Oh, God. I am not happier having known that. This is real? I, I don't believe me. I Ten, don't want you to believe me. I want you to look it up. 10,000 f- wiggly child fingers. Well, I mean, they're perfectly normal fingers. It's just there's a lot of them. 10,000 the fingers, fingers are Dr. not weird, T. Luke. That's not the weird part, is the, the fact that a thousand kids would have 10,000 fingers. I assure you that bit is actually pretty normal. 1953. Yep. Young boy travels to an imaginary world where, assisted by his family's plumber, he must save other piano-playing kids like himself from the dungeons of his dictatorial piano teacher, who also mind-controls his mother. And everybody's got these hats with little hands on them? Yep. Well, let's, uh... Huh, I mean, do we want to make... I mean, if you want make... something that'll give you a fear boner, how about, like, weird mind-control child slavery? Yeah, it's, it gives me more of a fear bummer. <laughs> that I fear how much of a bummer making that instrument would be. You know, a super long keyboard yeah. seems kind of seems kind of potentially fun. Like, if you had not just a regular old piano bench... But like, kind of like the you know the ladder on wheels in a big library that can just roll super fire. Like if you had a tr- a uh, a super long piano bench track and you could just roll like yeah. five pianos wide. Okay, now here's the thing, Luke. You remember Super Mario sixty four when you're running up the stairs and it's an yeah. infinite stairs and the music is like constantly ascending somehow. Yep. 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 
can we get that effect on the piano keyboard? So if you were to go along the keyboard, each note sounds like it's higher than the note you pressed before. But if you go a couple of octaves, you're like, hey, this is not getting weirdly high because as you go, you're actually hitting two tones and you don't notice because yeah. they're both C. Well, it wouldn't be physically possible to do that with a piano uh, perpetually because that is essentially like an like an audible illusion. It's an it's 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 an it's a theory uh, trick that makes that possible. There's a, a way that the scale that it, they're doing loops in on itself so that you know you relative to what you just heard, it sounds like it's continuing to go up. You can't do that from one note to the other. That breaks the illusion. Uh, well, how about this? How about like, if I press this middle C in front of me here, uh -huh. I'm hearing that middle C, but also the C that's like three octaves higher. And then I go to the next key over. That's a D. I'm going to the right. Yeah. That's a D, but also the D that's three octaves higher. And the next E is the E, but also the E three octaves higher. Yeah. And when I go up three octaves, but by the time I get there, the higher one has faded out and a lower one has come in. So it's back to the same two C's. Like you get where I'm coming from, where like you don't have to be musically fancy with it. It's just each key is actually two notes. That's, uh, I do think I understand what you're saying. And all, all you're basically talking about is like, if this was a piano sound, it would just sound like there's a really high piano on top of it. Uh, my, my, my concept of it being instead of 88 keys, if it was like five pianos together or whatever, yeah, you couldn't do that with just the sound range of the piano. It would have to live outside of those normal sounds. Yeah. Like you would either have to go into ultrasound and infrasound, or you would have to have a divider. That's like, that's the end of this keyboard. Now here's the next keyboard. And I don't want that. What I want is a long ass keyboard. And I put my finger down on one end and I just start sprinting. And as I go along, you hear the scale up and up and up and up and up, but it never goes out of the range of human hearing. Mm, I don't think that this is our uh, our cash crop here. You don't uh, you don't want to do infinite keyboard. Uh, I think that with infinite keyboard, if what you're describing is possible, uh, it is beyond gimmicky. It is useless as an instrument uh, because you know I, I don't know, man. I I don't. But no, I don't like, think imagine that's the thing. going to like a bar. Right. But in order to get into this bar, like you have to be able to play the piano, like the bouncer doesn't let you in unless you do a fugue on like a little keyboard that he hands you. Uh -huh. And once you get in, there's this keyboard that runs all around the length of the wall. And as you're walking along, you got to be like constantly playing a little jaunty tune as you go. Mm. Right. And then like you, you can walk up to people and they're already playing something, and you can sort of join in with them. And then you say, oh, that was great, thanks. And you you keep walking, but as you're walking, just like your left hand is resting on the keyboard as you go, and it's still playing the same jaunty tune as you traverse the room. I think you're just describing, like, an annoying guy. Like, 
I don't I don't think that this is like a secret underground society for musicians that people would enjoy and like speak their own musician code to each other. I think this is just uh somebody who's walking along. Like I like the idea of of uh keys that would wrap around a room or something. Like I I, I like the idea of I think this is closer to what we would need is okay. Something that is able to make music in a new shape. Like, innovating on the piano, it's on one very simple plane. But it doesn't need to be that. How about we uh, go in a different scale? We make the keyboard either very large or very small. And then, much like the Tom Hanks big keyboard, maybe you play it differently with a different part of your body because it's so big or so small. Is that a thing? Uh, I mean, we could do that, and let's explore that in, in a second. I got one more thing that I want to talk about. Uh, okay. There's also microtones. And microtones. So between uh, middle C, that if memory uh-huh. serves, I believe that's like 440 hertz. Um, oh, there's, there's uh, uh, you know, between middle C and the next key up, C sharp, which you nailed, C sharp or D flat. Uh, that would same key C sharp equals D flat. Uh, the same physical key on the keyboard C sharp and D flat are the same. Which, so B sharp is the same key as C flat. Uh, not quite. Uh, C B sharp is C C flat is B. There's no black key in between those two. That's fucked up. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, so I don't remember the exact number, but if you go up to C sharp, some so from C at 440, you go up to C sharp, and then I okay. believe that that's something like 470 or something like that, right? Okay. Uh, there's uh, there's like a a 450 in there, okay. and that is just sort of you could call that something that's detuned, uh, or you could use. Uh, like when you're tuning a stringed instrument, you need to take it like say, oh, oh my C, uh, like th- I'm you're, I'm tuning to E, and I need it to be uh like my low E string is at three should be at three hundred hertz. It's at two eighty. I need to turn that key a little bit to turn it from two eighty to th- to three hundred. For example, um, sorry if I'm getting these numbers wrong, music nerds. Okay, is there such a thing as the breadth of a tone? Like, you'll hit a, a thing, and because it's nice and loose, you're not only getting 280, you're also getting 279 and 281 at the same time. And does that sound, like, richer it, or warmer? It would be, that particularly would be not perceivable. It would just sound sort of weird. Uh, or, like, it would. It, you probably wouldn't notice it sounding any different. If okay. you If you went further in either direction... Yes, that sounds like a slightly detuned, uh, a slightly richer, richer is actually a good way of putting it, uh, uh, thing. And yeah, because I was thinking like if you just hear specifically 280 and only that frequency, that's going to sound like digital. That's going to sound like something a machine did. Right. 
it occurs to me that anything organic is necessarily going to have like a bit of a spread to it. Yes, but you I don't are accurate. know because I don't know music. You you are you are accurate with that. And my uh, record producer friend, who's doing like legit work now, he was someone who, when he was like, say, for example, synthesizing like an orchestra for a certain part or something, if he's doing a string section, he got super like obsessively like OCD with it to the point that he was figuring out exactly like say oh, oh here's where the horns come in like that's gonna be exactly eight trumpets and four French horns and all that kind of shit and he's doing these microtonal detunes between each of them to make it sound more human and organic he's making sure that like notes are starting later or sooner by like literal milliseconds to make it sound more human and more organic and in the end it pays off it just takes 10 times longer to do right so why i bring this up microtones uh is that in our western music we have it broken down into more or less always following these same rules in uh in more eastern music specifically uh the music coming out of india uh, they are used to uh, microtonal scales where there is a note between C and C sharp. And a lot of times that's why to our ears, when you hear uh, Indian vocalists going like kind of all over the place, which I'm not about yeah, to Yeah, they're kind of warbly. Yeah, warb That warbliness, that's what's going on. They just are able to understand it better because they grew up with it. Like that's just how they do things. And so uh, we don't, appreciate it the same way and it just sounds kind of weird and detuned to us because uh we we don't hear it that way now i know that going in the other direction there is something called a pentatonic scale which is i think if you have a keyboard with only five keys uh, uh a pentatonic scale is something uh and i want to go look Penta it up is five no i know that i want i want to look that up so i'm gonna in 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 fiction here I'm gonna I'm gonna look that up over at the water cooler. Come join me! Yay, water cooler! Okay, now I'm actually looking it up. Ha! Hey dear listeners, thanks for tuning in to the water cooler part of our podcast. Couple of things you should know. Uh here's here's one for me. Here's a spicy little tidbit. I'm gonna have something to announce next week. <gasps> That's right. Next week, something, one of the many things I've discussed, will be ready to reveal. Unless there's some sort of catastrophe, uh, that's that's what's coming up. My brother, on the other hand, works on webcomics. He does a webcomic called Forward at forwardcomic.com. He also does the art for Roll to Save at rolltosavecomic.com. He also does board games and some other books. You should check those out at his Patreon, patreon.com slash Also, we're always looking for suggestions for things that we should invent. If you have an idea for something that we should invent, go ahead and suggest it to us. You can tweet at H-I-G-A-I show, or you can shoot an email to H-I-G-A-I show at gmail.com. Lastly, this is where advertisements could potentially go in the podcast. No advertisements for today, but if you have a podcast yourself or something that you want to shill uh, or use us to use our voices to shill for you, shoot an email on to H-I-G-A-I show.com and we can work something out. Now it's time for more piano invention. Okay, you know what? You know what I like, Luke. Uh, is it letting me tell you what the pentatonic scale is for those that are in 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do, the, do the thing and explain also why there isn't a quadraphonic scale or a hexatonic scale or why it's pentatonic. Go. Uh, very simply, uh, pentatonic scale agrees more with the guitar than other instruments, so it's very heavily referenced, uh, generally speaking. Uh, okay. Again, I might be somewhat wrong about that, but the main thing being uh, a uh, when you're doing your scale practice... Um, the scale has eight notes, uh, eight whole tones rather, uh, from C to C, uh, the pentatonic takes out three. That's it. Okay. So it's five instead of eight and there's a relationship between them. So it is specific, but for the purpose of our discussion, penta for five, uh, five notes in the scale. So is Um, it just like C, E, G, Hang on, it can't be every other, because... It's not every other, it's particular ones, which is required as per the key, and I'm not getting into that part. Alright, now now we think of that as being nice sounding, but is that just a cultural thing, and much like, like the Indian music thing, if you're not used to it, you don't hear it as melodic, like, can we have other things, and can we raise babies, Luke, to appreciate the tritonic scale where they only ever hear like C, D, and A sharp. And then when you, you take them out and you have them listen to normal music, they're like, what the fuck? B, that's a weird note. It sounds harsh to my ears because I'm only i used to the tritonic scale. Uh, uh, all right. Theoretically, some of what you're talking about could have an impact on child brain development, sure. Much in the same way, that I'm sure we could come up with all kinds of weird experiments that are also child abuse. And, uh, well, I mean, child abuse, is it better or worse than kidnapping children and making them play an infinite piano? Do you want me to answer that question? <laughs> I, I'm not I'm, going I'm, there. I'm going to uh, say it's worse because you're actively fucking with their perception of reality. It's like if you raised a child to have Klingon as their native language, like... It's going to fuck up their neural architecture from the hop. Right. And, like, I'm sure if you fed a child exclusively, like, salty foods, and then one day they had, like, a lollipop and some sauerkraut, they their mind would be blown and they wouldn't know what to do. Great. But uh, more specifically to your question about, about theory, like, if you had a culture that was raised on particular sounds, how would yeah. that go down? Now, I'm not an authority on musical theory, but I I do know one thing that will generally happen, right? Uh, any particular song, any pop song that you go with is going to pick yeah. a key. Uh, you know, it might be F major or E flat minor or whatever. And okay. the entire song is likely going to stay and play within that uh, that key in those chords. Well, then you also get the key change, like when it it's kicking when it's, ass. When it shifts, and almost certainly what it's going to do next is just go up It goes uh, a up. key like, change. Like, you never hear the key change where they go down. There was one time that it was used very effectively in a comedy song. Uh, uh, it's Ninja Sex Party's... Uh, shit, what was it called? Uh, something Tonight... It was about uh, uh, the let's do some crime tonight, and it's like <laughs> it, it's like a first date. I think it might just be called first date. Anyway, okay. it's, it's got the animated music video if you want to look it up. Anyway, I, I will check that out later. Um, the 
it, it's it's a comedy climax song where it starts with you know what we're having a good time let's do something naughty like let's sneak into a movie or like let's steal that candy bar and it goes into like let's steal a car <laughs> and uh the climax being like let's kill a man tonight yeah let's take a motherfucking life yeah it'll be fun um and then it goes <laughs> Uh, you know, let's kill five guys tonight, and 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 then it goes up to, fuck it, you know, like a key change. Let's kill ten guys tonight, and then like whoa, 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 first date. Let's scale it back. Let's kill five guys. To-. Like it goes back down, and <laughs> it's the only time I've ever heard that. And it's amazing. I I I like the idea that ten is too much, but like yeah. five for five a first fine. date. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. On a related note, god damn, I could kill some five guys right now. <laughs> Just those fries. Yeah, well done. That was yeah. a good one. The um as as okay, but here's the thing. You're playing within that particular key, right? So if you take the triad that's right in front of you, okay. C major goes C, skip D, E, skip F, G, right? Love it. If you shift one to the right, you've now got uh I believe that's D minor. Right, okay. because that combination isn't D major, which would require you to to take that uh, third up a semitone. It's now a minor, because relative to the rest, that has to be minor. So when you hear about the four chord song, right, that all pop songs supposedly follow, yeah, yeah. it's it's just bouncing around between the major chords in that in that key. So in the case of C, it's C F G. C, which is to say C major, F major, G major, F major, C major. If uh-huh. it was going to be something else, there's already a script for what works in, you know, like I say, D would have to become minor. And then the seventh one, right before you get back to C, is like a B sus or something like that, like a suspended uh, if memory serves. Uh, now, I bring this up because it's hard to screw around in there to the most people's ears. Most people, when they hear a pop song, it's going to play nice and it's going to be predictable in the sense that it's not going to do weird things. It's not going to change up the tempo. It's not going to change the time signature and it's not going to play around with weird jazzy chords that, you know, you have to have like musical theory background to learn how to play or where they go. Like it's just weird stuff to try and think about. So, Generally speaking, we as a culture are dumbed down a little bit to only understand particular things as sonically pleasing. And those classical music nerds, they know how you make something weird and clashy and where it goes and how you use it in sequence to make it not as horrible, but at least have its place. Okay, so now now I'm going to hop in with the thing that I was thinking about. Okay. You know what I like, Luke? What's that? Autocomplete. I want you to imagine a piano keyboard that has the same autocomplete function as your phone when you're trying to text somebody, and it's like, oh, you pick up a carton of eggs? And it's like, eggs goes after the word carton. So same thing. You walk up to this piano keyboard, you play like a couple of chords, and then it just finishes out the melody for you. Hmm. Or alternately, you just start banging away... And it auto-completes, like, harmonies and accompaniment to whatever the hell you're laying down. Hmm. 
Okay, that makes me think of two things, okay? First is a very immediate concern that if someone was planning on playing the first 80% of their chorus normally, but it has a hook ending where it intentionally doesn't uh, uh, resolve okay. for the last one, uh, that autocomplete is going to like step in and kind of wreck that. Where it's Here, like, let me help you resolve let, that. Uh, you, oh, you no, meant don't for worry. This to go, da, 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 da. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, don't worry. I got that resolution. Here you go. Not a problem. Back to C major and everyone's happy. Yay! Right. <laughs> and and your average musician would cut to that point and be like, well, what the fuck? That's not what I... That's not how this song even goes. You know, like, that would... I could imagine that being frustrating. Second thing my brain thinks of is uh, in a game that came out recently, an extremely high-budget, problematic game, Detroit Become Human. Oh, uh, so problematic. Oh, my God. And is it ever good at being bad uh <laughs> wow wow that's another another thought uh there's a moment where your character sits down at the piano your character is an android okay and uh they and the can... piano's an apple so it's not compatible <laughs> no it is Cell possible to play this <laughs> it is possible to play this piano and all you have to do is just like, you know, in, in fiction, it's Android, uh, go go ahead and play your emotive song. Uh-huh. This is this is your moment to, like, activate emotive, like, expression program Go. But it gives you, as an immersion, as a gameplay immersion thing, it gives you the control not to play whatever the hell you want, but just if you press the button, it will advance the next note. So if you can press the button, like, to a simple rhythm, it will advance through and sound beautiful. Uh-huh. And of course, cue to plenty of Let's Players uh, fucking with that and either p- pressing really rapidly or sporadically and making it sound like garbage, which was the only way you could mess with it was to mess with the timing. Um, right. Like you can't press the wrong button. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't a way to clash and make it sound crap, but there was a way to make it sound completely unnatural, uh, which was fun. But that cool. was just another thing that I thought of. Um as sort of like a tutorial thing, I, I don't know, man, like, in either case, in a case of uh, a piano uh, automatically scrolling, uh, like, automatically lining up what you have to do and you just have to get the timing right, or an autocomplete piano, you're sort of robbing what the musical development actually is. Like, but, I... Okay, okay, here's the thing, is... That, I agree, would be shitty if you didn't know it was coming. Like, if you were going to play this like a regular piano, and then it fucks around on and you, and you're like, what? No, this is Bach. What are you doing? Like, right. yeah, yeah, that's going to be shitty. But if you know that it's going to do that, and you're, you're able to say, well, okay, I'm going to provide the seed, and then the crystal sort of grows naturally from that, right? The sort mm-hmm. of piano where you sit down, and you just, like, press... C and then it goes bing 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 bing, bing and, and it just goes off on a little thing and then if you hit another key it'll just automatically incorporate that into whatever melody it's doing. Like one thing that I do sometimes uh when I'm in my buddy's car mm-hmm. and 
he leaves the car for whatever reason because he's got to hop in and run an errand. Takes the key with him, and the car is just going boom, 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 yep. boom, 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 because it's like the key's not present. It's right. I'm sitting there and I'm bored, and it's going boom, 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 and I'll start like just scatting around that. Yeah, you know, yeah. like boom, ba, ba, da, boom, ba, da, ba, boom, ba, ba, da, ba, and, yep. and, and like. I can't deviate because it's got that same note going. So I can't ever key change. I can't in any way mess with the tempo, but I can still amuse myself with like flourishing around a single repeated note. Yeah. And I'm thinking about a keyboard that does that with whatever the hell you play. Okay. So I'm going to give you a prompt of inspiration. Okay. And you tell me, if we can work with this now you were already talking about potentially something that is either bigger or smaller and is controlled differently um i have another thought of like alternate control and shape that i want to get back to but here's here's another one okay beatboxing everyone loves beatboxing how could we mutate piano and beatbox concept together Press the keys with your lips and tongue. <laughs> okay. I, I'm going to let you take another run at it. <laughs> because no. making out with the piano is not quite what I had in mind. Okay. So instead of the hammers coming down and hitting the strings, when you press the key, the hammer comes down and hits your lips and tongue. Okay. I believe in you. I'm going to let you take a third run at it. Okay. (laughs) Beatbox slash piano fanfic go. Okay. So I start beatboxing and I'm just, I'm just beatboxing and scatting and having the time of my goddamn life. Mm -hmm. And the piano beatboxes along with me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking of fun keyboard synths where, like, press depressing the keys actually uh, is uh, correlated to beatbox sounds. Well, that's so, just mapping like the Seinfeld mouth popping noises to your. Yeah, keyboard. I, like, I basically just I basically just described the the Seinfeld synth, so that's not that's already a thing. Uh, or okay. alternately, a soundboard of someone beatboxing. Okay, I'm deviating slightly from trying to make beatboxing and piano work. Okay. I want to get back to the shape and size and stuff. Okay? Here's something that occurs to me. Piano key speed? Okay. Like, really skilled, accomplished musicians can get going pretty fast. They can do something really cool with their years of practice where they can go fast at playing piano music also something that occurs to me is that uh uh, puzzle cube enthusiasts they can also rotate their puzzles very fast with their fingers it's muscle memory it's specific you know specific triggers literally anything that you do with your hands you can train yourself to do it faster like if you were like tying your shoes over and over again for hours a day you could like bam blast this really intricate bow on your shoe in under a third of a second and people will be like whoa how did you do that like yeah yeah, go you you can go fast i believe in you 
So what I'm thinking is, how do we take a sort of three-dimensional object that you could hold uh-huh. and twist and turn and depress in different ways, like something maybe like, you know, volleyball-sized or something. Okay, so it's covered in keys and you gotta play it like a fucking bop it? Kind of. Like, I'm thinking... C major! Ding! D minor! Ding! And, and like... <laughs> As you're going, it's giving you the prompts and you have to hit the chords, but it's a volleyball covered in piano keys and you can't hold it by the keys or it'll play the keys. Well, I'm trying to picture what it is that I mean, because the very nature of having to hold it means that you're using all of your fingers to depress, you know, where it's where you're holding on to it. So maybe that's not something. Maybe that's why Unless the it's piano... strapped to a chest harness. Huh. Or a head harness, or okay, unless it's okay. in zero G floating directly in front of you. So what if it's on like a spoke and it's it's almost like you know how like the harmonica comes around the neck and has like you can 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 if, if it's being held in front of you on a uh, harmonica holder. What oh, if there okay, was okay. like how about this? How about this? Imagine a harp, alright? Imagine somebody okay. playing a harp how they would play a harp. Only along the sides of the harp You've got keys, right? And each key corresponds to a hammer that hangs down. And instead of playing the harp, you've got the two keyboards and you're playing with your right and your left hand. And you're it's still manually, like, there's no technology involved. It's still, like, swinging a lever that causes the hammer to hit the string, but it's just shaped like a harp, and you play it like that. Hmm. I'm having difficulty picturing that because you're saying, like, are we talking about piano keys for a harp and the pianos? Yeah, like, like imagine I take a harp, okay? Envision a harp. And say I take two piano keyboards, right? And mm-hmm. I strap them to either side along the strings. So, like, the strings are hanging down and the piano keys are vertical. I, I mean, what you're talking about is basically what a piano is like yeah. those those strings inside that are getting hit with the hammers those are uh that They're is a har- that is a harp on its side and that's where the harpsichord yeah yeah you know, so started. this is just playing a piano vertically with two keyboards and the piano I itself mean, is in between your hands that's kind of a cool idea because you know generally speaking your left hand is playing the bass and your right hand is playing the treble. And that's mostly what you're doing when you're playing piano. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, piano transposition always shows treble clef, bass clef. uh, And that's generally how you read that. You are essentially fully dedicating half the piano one way and half the other way. And that's all right, I guess. I mean, you definitely don't have the freedom to switch between them. Like, you know, you your your full run from the bottom of the piano to the top of the piano, instead of it being this hand-over-hand motion where you're going from left to right, it would be, like, both hands on one side, and then you slowly go up it and then yeah, switch sides and back do down. Yeah, that would harp, yeah. Yeah. But, that said, what you do have going is a completely new feel for it right like it's Mm -hmm. now something that you're 
you have almost like more of an accordion or harp stance where your hands are on either side and you've got the two independent sound makers. Uh, one thing that I would say would work well with that is if hell, let's incorporate the uh let's incorporate the binary switch buttons too. The drone. Uh but let's have it be on the bridge and you control it with your nose. No, no, no. What it is is you can play the keys normally or you reach up or down and if you play the key higher up on the key, then it's a more sustained note and like the hammer will stay down and vibrate a bit. Oh, that's hard to control. I don't know. Yes, how it the, is. I don't know how that mechanism works. It's got but... a little vibrator in it. You like you steal it out of someone's, you know, Hitachi magic wand mm. and it's in the hammer. Mm. Sure. I mean, we could do we could have a million motors on this fucker. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. It's the land of imagination, and this harp-type piano, I think we can just roll with that. I mean, I mean, it's right at the finish line here. The, the pianarp. The pianarp? Pianarp. Sure. Fuck it. Stamp well, of approval. Well, it's that or the piano. And, like, here's my thing, is, like, if you were to actually build this and actually play it, like... As much as it is the exact same thing as a harp and a piano, I guarantee you it would not come out sounding like a harp. It would not come out sounding like a piano. Like, you would hear it and you would not say, oh, that sounds like a piano. You would say, huh, that sounds like a something new. Right. Speaking of something new, I think that's as much of a new thing that we can make for this week, the pianarp. And uh, we should, in fact... Make something new for for next week. I, um, I agree. So first of all, the verdict. Uh, uh, God, I just want to ask: Is this a thing? Like, is this something? Because like, how how about which is worse: training a child on the tritonic scale or compelling them to play an infinite piano? I will find a way to st- shorten that for the Twitter verdict. Uh, that verdict will be available at HIGAI Show. If you want to suggest a new idea, you can do it there or email HIGAI Show at gmail.com. Also, please, please email us. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're running out. I know it's coming up on the end of the season, but we can use a few more suggestions. I love um, emails, Luke. Yeah. Speaking of suggestions, this one comes to uh, us from my friend uh, Ted. Cool. No. Yeah, <laughs> is, is is Ted a bear? Ted is a bear. Like it's a fake name. I'm just, it's a fake. It's fake. Uh, oh, okay. So you're protecting his privacy. Yeah, but that's right. That's the name that you thought of because he is a hirsute gay man. You didn't need to give them clues. I I don't mean to blow up Ted's spot, but yeah. like anyway, yeah, he's, Ted, he's a big hairy gay friend. Yeah. Okay. Ted, my. Sexually nondescript friend. Of indeterminate uh, hairiness. Of indeterminate hairiness. Uh, he has suggested that we invent a new arcade game. Oh, shit. That's right. Pump those quarters. Pump those quarters in. It's time for a new arcade game. Next I'm into week. it. And speaking of next week... We should have, at that time, some more needlessly creative conversation.
Nice working that in there. And until that next time, dear listeners, thumbs up, monorail eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Yep. Okay.